everyone, this is Natasha. I just wanted to hop on here real quick before to say that Tess and I talk about diet and veganism in a question and we realized that we did not acknowledge something we wanted to acknowledge now, which is that we realize that there is a privilege to being able to choose veganism or any kind of diet and we just wanted to really acknowledge that that is a privilege and something that we are aware of and sensitive to. And as always, if you want to discuss anything um, going on with the show or about the show um, with other listeners or just let us know, you can always um, join our Magic Monday podcast listeners page on Facebook or send us a message via the website. And now, on with the show. Life is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst. And I'm Natasha Levenger. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello, everybody. Hello, welcome, and happy end of the year and new year. Oh my God, it's really happening. Yeah, holiday after holiday. They just keep coming. <laughs> um, I just realized that we didn't talk about this before the show, but um, we were... Did you want to talk about new moon intentions at some... I mean, not new moon, new year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like okay. after we check in and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Is that going to be Metaphysics 101? It could be. Okay. <laughs> Let's do that. Usually we talk about. We We do usually talk about this before, but we have a tight sketch today, and we forgot. Yeah, that's fine. People don't care. Hashtag behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. Um. Okay. So, how was your week? It was really good. It was. This was the holiday week, and I had no holiday problem. I'm so excited. Really? Yes. You mean you just enjoyed it? Just enjoyed it. It's totally fine. What do you think happened? Well, um, so I don't know. I mean, before a couple days before Christmas, Ted pulled out all these old pictures and he was looking at them because he was going to maybe give one to a couple of his friends for like frame it and give it to his friends. And he was just showing me all these pictures. I mean, we've been together for 20 years and I was like, wow. Pictures of me when I was 22 and 25 and 27 and like us together and us at, you know, Graceland. (laughs) Just, and I just cried at like stuff like that. And I saw our old cats and I, it's, I mean, I see why I don't hold on to pictures because it just like that. Brings that up a lot. Yes. And so maybe I got it out, you know, like I cried so much before about those old pictures and then, um. I don't know. I just, it was just really great. Maybe it's like healed. Maybe I, oh, oh, and the night before, <laughs> the night before Christmas Eve, Ted was like, well, what do you want to do? We could take a walk in the snow. We could watch Elf. And then <laughs> I was like, stop pressuring me. And I got mad at him. <laughs> and he was just like, what? I was just, so I, we kind of like got, maybe got it out the I night see. before. I, I don't know. See. So, yeah. Yeah. But what about you? How was your holiday and how was your week? Well, it, oh, yeah. I don't even remember what cards we picked. Do you? Oh, yeah. Okay. And then I was really careful of fire safety because we oh. picked, you picked the seven of fire and I oh, picked right. um, the knight of wands. And remember when I was talking about it, I just kept seeing fire over and over again. Right. And so I was like, Is, are the burners off? Like before we left. <laughs> so, but That's we were funny. saying. Oh, so. good. Yeah, I didn't have any fire issues. Um, it was a good week. You know, I love the holidays. Oh, I am yeah. unlike you in that way. Um, but it <laughs> didn't really feel like the holidays for me. 
in the way I wanted it to, except for actual Christmas morning. I don't know why it was. It just, I kept being like, it's happening too fast. I want it to be longer. But, um, yeah, but it was good. Both my kids are sick and have been sick for like a week. So it's Um. been real like, and I'm worried I'm catching it now, but, um, it's been very, very, very low key at home. But, mm, well, um, it is like the end of a moon cycle. Yeah. Has been. Yeah. So nothing too big, I guess. Yeah. It was it was good. I mean, I love Christmas. And Brett made me, as you put on the um, Instagram, he made me that altar thing. And then he so also. Cool. I know. And he made me a bath. Um, you know, those bath boards so that like when you're in the bath, you can put your book so um, luxurious. So luxurious. He made you one of those? He made me that with a spot for a wine glass, even though Whoa. I, I don't drink wine in the tub all the time. But I just maybe you say, should start. But, you know, yeah, there's a, <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want to see. My son the other day said to someone, like, remember, Mom, when you were drunk and you told me that, <laughs> like, just recounted some story? I was like, excuse me. I was not drunk. <laughs> this is part of the problem of being such a lightweight because mm. I, I have literally half a glass of wine and I appear drunk. Yeah, that can happen to me also. I think yeah. it might be also um, the placebo effect for me sometimes. Just oh, the really? smell, like the smell That's of beer funny. and I have a sip and I'm like, woo. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I'm like that too, but I really am a real lightweight. Anyway, yeah, he built me one of those space for my phone a book little tea lights and then he that also amazing i know and he built me this little moon um decoration so that was nice that's so cool i yeah. want to see the moon decoration yeah too. i we're, we're moving offices so i haven't been putting stuff up yet but i will so that is that and i hope everyone had a good holiday um so what should we do now should we talk about our intentions or, or should we do oh, goddess um, provisions yeah let's talk about goddess provisions great so <laughs> <laughs> so goddess provisions is a really fun subscription service that we both really like oh, and it's um, a great price for it's 33 dollars a month and then you get like five to six full-size new agey self-care fun things they could be any number of things each month you know like face products or sage bundles or incense or i mean they really are amazing like there was this lighter case it was so beautiful and it by itself if you didn't get the box is 33 dollars. yeah it's like a brass lighter thing that has engraved a moon in it and a sun on the other side so anyway we love it and if you go to our website right Click yes. on the thing. <laughs> you usually Go say website, this part. Click on the thing. Yeah, no, you can say it. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried I'm not going to say it, right? We're an <laughs> affiliate, so we get a little bit. I don't even know how much. Not much, but something. So it's a nice way to support our show. Yeah. So you go to magicmondaypodcast.com and then click on the banner ad for Goddess Provisions on the side. That's the way that you can support Magic Monday Podcast. And soon we're going to have a Patreon yeah. is our plan. Yes. And that is going to be pretty fun. So it's that's going to be really fun. In January. Web chats. Who knows what's on there? We don't know <laughs> ourselves yet, but it's going to be great. If this is your first episode <laughs> listening to us, we usually are more planned than this. You <laughs> I know like who knows. It's the holiday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll figure it out. It'll come together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. So, yeah, no, that's Goddess Provisions. There, yeah. It's vegan, cruelty-free. They plant a tree for every box they sell. It's just We just are really big fans of them. So. Yeah. Um, okay. So should we – oh, you know what? We do have one question this week. Oh, we have a question? Do you yeah, have it we so do. you can read it? Um, okay. Yeah. I will get that question. Please hold quickly. Um. Okay, so we have a question from Rachel. 
And it says, uh, hi, Tess and Natasha. I read the Fuck a Diet before I discovered your podcast. But when I did, I realized that I wanted to get your perspective on the tension between wanting to reject the diet mentality, legalizing all foods, but also believing that veganism is the best diet for the environment, for the animals and for my own spiritual well-being. After all, how can it be good for me on a spiritual level to consume food that is the result of death and or suffering? I'm a vegetarian who has struggled on and off with trying out veganism, but in 2020, I really wanted to stick. I can't eat gluten because I have a legitimate allergy, and so cutting out dairy and eggs often feels too hard. But whenever I eat them, I feel terrible because I also think I have a dairy allergy and also because I feel tremendous guilt. I feel like I shouldn't want to continue to try to be vegan when I keep failing and feeling terrible about myself. I'm trying to be more self-compassionate. Um... Anyway, I'm going to just go to what are your thoughts on this? How can we embrace intuitive eating, reject the diet mentality while also wanting to be vegan for the benefit of our spirituality, the environment, animal welfare? Thank you so much for answering my question. I love both of you so much. Ah, yeah. I love that. I mean, I do feel like I think that a um, dietitian might have a better answer than mm-hmm. we do, but or than I do at least. But no, I know is... everything about. No, <laughs> <just kidding. laughs> I mean, it is interesting because just the day before this, we recorded this podcast. I just published a blog post where I said that I. I'm still vegetarian, but it, it, it the blog post is four books that will help you love your body as it is now or mm. something like that. And mm-hmm. includes the Fuck It Diet and Christy Harrison's new book, Intuitive uh, yeah. Eating. And um, It's called something else, not intuitive eating, but yeah. Oh, yeah. No, mm. it's not called intuitive eating. Yeah. It's called anti-diet. Yeah. Sorry. It's really so far really great. It just came out a couple of days ago. But um, so in the blog post, I talk about how I am still vegetarian, but just at least right now, I don't know if it's going to stay, but for now I've reintroduced dairy and eggs. Mm. I don't eat a ton of them, but mm-hmm. it just, it just feels like that was a part of like that whole story that I was in. Like it mm. was part of, I think what started me restricting food so much was, um, veganism and that as an ideal and I do I agree like I don't want to hurt animals um I do my personal journey has been to realize like at least for now that I don't I mean I want to as much as possible choose as kind as Mm -hmm. I can you know dairy and eggs if I eat them you know organic and I mean dairy is really terrible for animals but I still I do it sometimes well so my thought has been that because I actually had a couple of have a couple of friends who were vegan for many many years and then went to the doctor and they had dangerous anemia oh, wow. so that they both had to go through this journey of mm. like wow sometimes I might actually eat meat oof. you know and I, mean, I, I don't I've mean to take, oof because there's a lot no. of people that listening that eat meat I'm sure and and I don't have judgment about I haven't for so long but Mm -hmm. I have been taking an iron supplement that is like a Mm plant-based omega food blood builder but um what I've been thinking about is how it is this cycle of life that humans so many humans have been omnivores for so long and just the same way I feed my cat meat yeah because cats need meat yeah that's what they eat like I'm trying that's kind of this part of this opening up of compassion for myself and mm. also like letting my heart be open to that there is sadness and suffering I mean in nature Mm-hmm. there's like lions have to kill animals other animals and baby animals yeah. and you know it's so sad so i've just been like letting it be this open-hearted trying to do it as consciously as possible and mm-hmm. i don't know i might go back to being vegan at some point but just mm-hmm. as i've been you know learning to have make peace with food in my body it's been I important mean, for me yeah and you can like first of all i will say i do have judgment about factory farming because yeah. it's that is just terrible i mean it's just complete suffering it's like would you put your dogs in that situation no No. so like eating at mcdonald's you know meat at mcdonald's is truly i'm just gonna say terrible it is um or like any of the factory farm places but you can find ethical ways to like dairy's eggs are very easy to get pasture-raised eggs I personally have no problem with that. But rather than get political here, I will just say that like listening, I think what intuitive eating is about, 
it's not about never restrict anything. <laughs> you know, I think it's about listen to take it, take note of all of your different thoughts and feelings about what you're eating, you know, spiritual, mental, physical, and then make the decision from there. So it's not about, oh, I should let myself eat everything. It's about, you know, yeah, I, how do I feel about restricting this? And she said in there, I skipped over it, but that it wasn't for weight. So I think that's the main thing. As long as you're not yeah. trying to control it because you have to look a certain way, you know, or, you know, not for your health, then then it's all up to you. I mean, that's what intuitive eating should feel free, you know, in terms of like, you know, you have to watch yourself, you're taking care of your body with that weed allergy. So it's the same thing. Like, so you're taking care of your spiritual life, because you don't want to eat a factory farmed cow. You know, mm-hmm. that's how I feel about it. And, you know, going with your feelings and not you don't want the intuitive eating to be another diet culture type of thing. Where, like, yeah, but I would also just be compassionate with yourself, yes. even if sometimes you do have like a milkshake mm-hmm. from McDonald's, or yes. something, you know, like it's yes. just like because we are in this culture and this culture, there is a yeah, lot of really available hard. food, like if you're on the road or something, yes. you know, you it's just I, I feel like that letting ourselves off that that was because that it was yeah. so like. It was like a religion. And yes. In L.A., I was in L.A. in the early 2000s when all of that whole food ink, like the whole. Mm. Yeah. Just. Ugh, like I was toxic. There's all these. We have to do a detox all the time. Yeah. Like it was just. Yeah, and it yeah. felt so true and real. And I really mm. believed it. You know. Yeah. I will say like, yes, definitely always be compassionate towards yourself. I mean, there's a difference between being like, I don't care. And like. I'm dying of hunger, not really dying of hunger, but I'm really hungry and I'm just going to eat this now. And I'm aware that I don't want to do this regularly. Mm-hmm. But like I've said, I think before, and for even me, who's like an animal rescuer, an animal advocate, it took live literally living next to cows for me to stop eating cows. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I do totally understand. I mean, our whole society has made it that there's this disconnect. I mean, it wasn't until I saw calves running after each other playing. Like, I was like, oh, my God, they really are like dogs. Like, there's no difference. We've just been conditioned. So it and I was like 40 something when I moved here. So it's not, you know, I do have a lot of compassion and understanding that it's hard. And I sometimes even will eat chicken and I feel terrible and I call it murder. <laughs> but I well, do sometimes but, do that. Again, it's like our bodies are, it's, we are the creatures that we are, just like cats are. Yeah. So I feel like it's, and, and it's not, it, the factory farm thing is terrible and it's it is terrible. a part of this culture that we live in and mm-hmm. sometimes we're going to be around food that is raised that way and yeah and, I mean know, I so. try to find pasture raised chicken but it's really hard like it's impossible literally impossible here in the winter um I think probably in bigger cities you can find pasture raised chicken but anyway it's hard it's a dilemma there's nothing no perfect person no perfect answer you just got to be no perfect way of eating either like we're just doing all doing our best that's right um all right so shall we do (laughs) metaphysics 101 yeah, just, isn't there a song? You did, did you forget it? Oh, I will never remember songs well, maybe, from time to time. Can you make time. up another one? Yeah, sure. Okay. Metaphysics 101. Ooh, you like that? I love that. <laughs> Great work. Oh, thank you. All right. So for this Metaphysics 101, should we talk about the um, hashtag basic way of doing intentions for the new year? What do you think? Yeah. Okay. Like all number. Maybe we can talk about a number of things about Intent. intentions. Okay, great. Why don't you start? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So um, writing your intentions always in the present tense as if already true mm-hmm. is really important. Mm-hmm. Like, I am successful. I love and approve of myself. I have compassion for myself. Really important. And... Um, feeling into where the joy is. So if you feel like your intention mm-hmm. is like, oh, I want to, you know, um, step into this type of job or step into this level of 
you know, self-approval or self-love or self-care, mm-hmm. then find the joy there. Like instead of just like, oh, I'm going to, I have this idea that mm-hmm. is separated from like my emotions and I probably should want this. And so, but if yes, you can like look for the point. emotion that's connected to it, yes. then that's going to be, that is, you're going to step into that current of energy and then you're going to be able to magnetize that more easily. Yeah. So get out of the head space. And into mm-hmm. it's get, not just words, just like on that a page. Billy Ocean song. Get out of my oh no, that's into my car. Get out of oh. my head and into my heart. You I don't can know. change it. Get out of my dreams. <laughs> oh, get that's out of what my it head is. And into my heart. <laughs> right. That. Right. <laughs> he was asking her to get out of his dreams, his dreams and into, and his, into car. his car. Right. We're we're gonna... which is also a good intention. <laughs> it's true. It is. um so yeah as far as um manifesting if we're man if we're talking manifesting I like to yeah connect to the feeling and I find it also if you can find a partner to work with it magnifies it Mm. um like to talk to each other as if it's happening now yeah, like have a maybe you could have dinner or coffee right around the new year and just like, oh, this is so great. Here are all these things that are happening. Yes. I mean, this is how I feel. I used to do this regularly. I, have I talked about this on here? I don't know. I used to do it regularly yeah. and it really manifested so much of my life. I had someone I was doing it with and we would like, I am each other. This is how long ago it was. And, um, and just write out like, oh, I just got this job and I feel so good and did it. And then she would write back like, that's amazing, you know. So, and Brett and I have done that in the past. It's really, really, really effective. And that's uh, the one you call scripting. That's from mm-hmm. your favorite book that your favorite manifesting book, which is called. Excuse me, your life is waiting. <laughs> yeah, it has that kind of bitchy name. My <laughs> <laughs> Lynn Grabhorn. Okay. mm -hmm. Um, So there's that. Now, what I was actually, well, you know what? This really goes, of course, into the energy report this week. Um, So I'll talk further about like how to get in touch with the intentions there. But something I really do find it so powerful also to be writing it down and then... um, um, putting it on your altar or putting it somewhere and just like having it there. And then you can also look back on it and look at it and see, does this still resonate or do I need to let this go? And do I need new intentions? You know, um, mm-hmm. but it's good when you have it in writing too, to just like be able to update it. Yeah. And I like um, when I write intentions to fold them toward myself every oh, time right. and mm-hmm. then to set them on my altar with a crystal on top. Oh, that's nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so good times for intentions are new moons, right? Yep. And new years. Yes. Um, are there other, although this new moon was an eclipse, which I think it's not the as great a time for, cause it's bringing stuff up. It's kind of like, our eclipse is kind of like, um. I was just going to say full moon and new moon combined because it's like also bringing a lot of stuff up to let go, you know, Yeah. <clears throat> at the same yeah. time as it's both. You're right. Looking at the shadow mm-hmm. and releasing the shadow or releasing things that are no longer serving you and yeah, stepping into your power by embracing the shadow and then also setting intentions. Yeah. So and, and it's a shift. Like, did you listen to Molly McCord for this week yet? Uh, yes, I did. Yeah. She was talking about how eclipses are a shift in energy. Oh, okay. I don't remember that part, but that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So we have another one coming up. I mean, we just had one this last week. January 10th, there's a new eclipse. Yeah. Yeah. It's my son's birthday, too. Oh. Yeah. And that's, oh, no. We'll have Molly, we will be recording with the aforementioned Molly McCord on that day. Ooh, yeah, yeah, I don't know if you guys remember or if we mentioned, but Molly McCord, the astrologer, is going to be a guest on our show. And we're really excited. so excited. She's so great. Oh, my God. Um, okay, so that's, do you want to say, I also find like lately I've been doing, you know, adding more ritual into my practice, which you have done for a very long time. But I do find that lighting a candle kind of sets a nice, like, 
you know, it sets it in the physical world and just sort of like brings it like I mean it <laughs> kind of energy, mm-hmm. you know, totally. like here I am and I'm lighting this candle with this intention and mm-hmm. connecting it all together. Yeah. And I like the um, dynamic of a candle, like the symbolism of it, but also literally how it is you light it and then the fire and heat and also even the wax, it disappears into the ether, which is the same dynamic as setting an intention because you want to like when you set your intention, you feel it, you visualize it, you sense it, you feel excited for it, and then you offer it up and release it to the universe. And that's that same dynamic as the candle, you know, slowly evaporating or whatever that mm-hmm. the wax does i don't know what you call it disappearing yeah, sure. to melts, the air. i guess you call it it melts, melts but then it also <laughs> disappears right like the does some it? of the candles. yeah i guess yes. it does i guess you're Where right does it, it, go? Burns. It, goes, it burns and it <laughs> disappears but anyway that mm-hmm. that's the dynamic and that's when there, when you build that in, sometimes that's a cool way to build in that releasing to the universe, you know, because you want to like, it's like you write a letter and then you drop it in the mailbox when you let go, like right. allow and trust. Oh, yeah. Um, that the postal worker will take your letter and mail it. Yeah. If you don't let go of it, then the postal worker will not take exactly. it and mail it. And <laughs> so, <laughs> so you can, candles do that, but also like if you empower a crystal and then you throw the crystal into a moving body of water or you bury it. Or maybe if you um, like burn your intentions in a cauldron and then blow the ashes when they're, you're sure there's no more burning embers. Be very careful. Mm-hmm. But if you then you let go of the ashes, you know, these just kind of, you don't have to do this. But this is a way of adding in in your ritual, a way of letting go of yeah. intention. So I guess this is kind of 101 manifesting, but also, yeah, it really is important to note that about the letting go because you can't get what you want if you're like, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? It doesn't allow the, it's an important step to allow it to form and it may not come. That's another reason why the essence of what you want to create is so important. Connecting to that joy, like you said, or whatever the feeling is. Um, Because the universe, if you're like, the only way I'm going to experience joy is if this particular person loves me, then Mm -hmm. the universe's hands are kind of tied. It's like, well, that person doesn't love you or that person has a partner or whatever. But if you're like, universe, I want to feel the joy I think I would feel with that person, then the universe can give it to you in a myriad of ways. Yeah. And to bring in the joy as much as you possibly can right now in the present moment and then to let go of. So that brings up another thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is the... um, outlining like what you're talking about like it needs to look this exact way and or it needs to be this specific person or this specific job that actually it seems like if you just really want this specific job or this specific person it seems like that you want that so much that that would be the best possible thing Mm, but the real truth is we don't really know like there could be someone way better for you Mm -hmm. or a job that's way better for you or you're um, something that will help your soul evolve in a more ideal way, which is what you're really craving usually when you're craving something specific. Yes. So to be sure to like tune into the feeling. And then even if it is like, no, I really want this specific person, just use that as an inspiration. Like, well, yeah. no, what do I really want? I really want to feel like there's someone I can laugh with and play with and be around and watch movies with and you know that whatever the feelings are and then you open up whatever is best which may be that person but it may be someone else I mean I really manifested Brett in my life and he really is the perfect partner for me it does appear that way I mean and I just for fun looked up our astro compatibility on Uh. Christmas it literally said on there you two will think you are the quote-unquote perfect partner like Aww. everything was like this is ex- you I don't- seemed, it seems that way totally to me yeah I mean every literally almost like yeah it was so funny it was like you're gonna think like we both idealize each other which may sound bad but it's not I mean like we both help each other grow because we think we're so great 
because you and you see each other as you truly are which is like the fullness of yes. your divine being yeah yeah that's like romance. the best of ourselves that's how yeah. we see each other yeah anyway I did manifest him and I did it <laughs> at least partly by doing that scripting stuff just like and mm. I would like let myself daydream at night about my the partner that I wanted how I would feel what that would feel like and I never like would have thought like I didn't know I mean I didn't know him so I, w- I thought it would be someone else you know mm-hmm. so anyway that's a great way and another little uh tidbit is I also was obsessed with Rick Springfield I really thought <laughs> I would marry him and I had that feeling I- and I just always had that feeling like of love like oh I want to be with Rick Springfield <laughs> when Aww. I was 15 and then when I had with my second boyfriend I was like oh my god this is how I thought I would feel with Rick Springfield <laughs> oh but it wasn't no but it was with ideal this other... oh but you still manifest oh yeah no no saying. no it was ideal at the time oh yeah for yeah. a moment yeah. yeah for that time but then you know I was 18 I then you... <laughs> I <was> like, mm, <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can't be with this person forever it wasn't his fault he was a great guy um but then I read Rick Springfield's book and I was like oh I mean he talks in there I'm not you know making things up he talks about how he's cheated on his wife like their whole relationship oh wow Mm -hmm. was it a good book I mean it was quite disappointing for me (laughs) oh because you idealized him well I mean I didn't still like idealize him but I was like I didn't like it that he just like was like cheating on her the whole time and he tried to say that book was a love story to her because he over came it but it was like I don't know anyway we're getting off on a tangent but the point is God (laughs) knew I shouldn't be with Rick Springfield (laughs) (laughs) you dodged a bullet on that one yeah I sure (laughs) did he is 21 years older than me (laughs) all right so do you think we did intentions 101 I think so yeah all right great so should we do my thing now Mm-hmm. Right. All right. It's time for the energy report. I'm happy with how that one turned out. Oh, good. Mm-hmm. I think I need to stop going so high at the end, usually. Oh. Mm-hmm. Little notes to self. This episode <laughs> is, would you agree it's a lot more, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I don't know, a little whoo than most little episodes. Loose. Little loose. Little yeah, fast but you and know, loose. it is the holidays. Yeah. Okay. It's right in the middle of the holiday right. season. I'm just saying, so if it's wait, someone's... The fact that we're doing it at all is great. <laughs> Thank you. All right? <laughs> we Got love that. our listeners. We know they appreciate us. Okay. So what I have noticed this week is it's interesting. A lot of people are talking... Oh, this is where, in case you don't know, I talk about the energies that I've noticed of, of clients that have come to me, the trend of um, what I've noticed. In the energy. By the way, it's eleven eleven. Woohoo. Angel. Okay. Make so a wish. <laughs> baby, make a wish. Okay. Do you know that song? <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't? No. You don't know make a wish, baby? No. Oh. Is it new? New? No, my God, no. I think it's Steely Dan. Oh, weird. I I mean I like Steely Dan. I just don't know that one. Hmm. Okay, we'll have to is address this later. Is it an album track later. or a hit? Um, this is a pretty common song on like a 70s yacht rock, maybe. I am surprised that I haven't heard it because I have listened to a lot of yacht rock. In well, now, oh, it's Ambrosia. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to check it out. Okay. Well, maybe, maybe I'll hear it and I'll be like, yeah, I know the song. Maybe Brett will have to play it at the end of this oh app. no because so, then we'll have to pay steely dan oh, or shit. we'll get sued by steely ambrosia dan. steely dan probably won't have anything to do <laughs> they, pro- they might not yet but no i'm saying because it's ambrosia not steely dan that's the i was wrong oh it's not that's steely the dan. band yeah mm-hmm. i don't know that band i think that might have been um it's only hit i don't hmm. know well, I'll investigate it. Okay, we'll know great. next time. We'll give you guys the, <laughs> the update on this pretty important stuff. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Getting back to the energy report. What I have noticed is that um, people are, well, once again, we're still dealing with or working on 
releasing, what isn't working, but now it seems to be more focused on career. Mm. And what do I want to create in my career? So a lot like we were talking about, um, as far as setting intentions, what I have also noticed is there is still some kind of vagueness in terms of like, well, what do I, there's still some investigating that needs to be done. I'll put it that way. Like, what do I want? What do I want to create? Um, mm-hmm. I, or like, I've always wanted to do this, but I'm doing this. Do I want to do that? Like, or how do I do that? Um, so it's really still about clarity. Well, I guess before it was more about shoring up our self-love and actually the more we shore up our self-love, it kind of, it gives us the um, courage to be like, oh, you know what? I want that thing that I haven't even let myself realize I wanted, Mm, you know? So my suggestion is to write down goals and desires that you want to bring in. So if you aren't so clear, um, just kind of free thought it well how do you what do you say not free thought like oh, when you, um, um <laughs> free write yeah free or, write um, stream of consciousness yeah yeah do that um just like well how would I feel in this what do I want to feel in my new job what do I want to do in this um experience that I'm putting my work out into the world what do I want that to look like and just mm. really let yourself go there don't edit it at all just really investigate. It's just an investigation. How do I want to feel? And when you do it like that, it just stops the editor from being like, well, you know what? You can't do that. Like, oh, yeah. Like if you just write and the rule is you keep writing. You yes. Stop. Yeah. yeah. So like you won't be like, well, excuse me, Sundance isn't going to take your screenplay. You know, no, that's not going to you're not even going to let that in. It's like, oh, how do I want to feel in this new you know, experience? Just going in to really knowing yourself what it is that you want to put out into the world. And then as much as you can, focusing on the abundance, focusing on the feelings of that creation that you want to be doing regularly. Yeah. So like and the empowerment of it. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Um, you know, cuz also we're in Capricorn season. It's it's, you know, time for creation, like putting our stuff out there. Um that doesn't mean you have to do it right away. As I'm saying, like what I've been noticing is it's almost like the, I've been noticing the seed is being planted. So maybe people aren't quite ready to put it out there, but they are feeling that desire, that spark mm-hmm. of what is it that I want to do or I want to do this. So um, if you are further along and you know what it is, then you can still like write out how does that feel when I have that work out there? What do I want to do? What are What's my one next step mm-hmm. to put it out there into the world? Um, and you can also just, um, if you are feeling... I don't know, this uh, a vagueness and lack of clarity. You can also just do any clearing exercises that feel good to you to clear out your system so that you can just get more and more clarity. So and I like gold. Clear luck. clutter. Clear clutter, of yeah. course. Your number one fave, <laughs> um, which is great and satisfying. I love the gold light. So imagining a sun above your head and you just allow that like sunlight to pour through your body. Um, into the earth, just clearing off outside your aura, inside your aura, anything that is keeping you stuck in any way. Mm, I'm excited. I just had this rush of joy thinking of doing the clearing out and doing the free writing because it is, I can sense when you're saying that, that by doing free writing on what I want to create mm-hmm. in my career, that it's all going to just be right there. And I'm be- going to be like, oh, like <laughs> I knew it. And there it is. You know, I'm yeah. excited to try it. Yeah. I even feel like maybe lighting a brown candle because of Capricorn being an earth sign. And then how Molly McCord said, almost all the planets are in earth signs right now. So oh, it's yeah. really, really yeah. an earthy time, a time yeah. to really like bring our visions into the world by through our work, through what we're doing physically. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. And, you know, I think I might have mentioned this before. My daughter and I did this ritual that included um, free writing like that. And she said to me, which is so cute, she's 13, but she was like, I didn't even know 
I wanted that. Like it just mm. like came out of her. And she's yeah. a very cerebral person. So it was really nice to feel that from her. You know, she's yeah. also Scorpio rising. So it's like there's some like restraint or secretism, you know, like yeah. keeping close to the chest. So that assignment for her was really nice to let it out and get her in yeah, touch with. That's so neat. Yeah. yeah, it's really fascinating journaling because so often we do know so much more than we realize. We know yes. how we need to heal. We know what's really bothering us. Like it's it's pretty fascinating when we let ourselves actually talk with words to ourselves. Yes, it gets the and quiet that ego. Yeah. That egoic mind. All right, so that was the energy report. I loved it. Thank you. I can't wait. Okay, so now it's time for Practical Magic. And this week is New Year's, which we're totally talking about. And it's um, also, I love how the sun is in Capricorn and then on New Year's, Um, the moon moves from Pisces into Aries. So that's the end, just like it's the end of one year and the beginning of the next year. Pisces is the last of the signs and Aries is the beginning. So we have this extra like ending and beginning energy that's added in with the moon. Is that New Year's Day? On New Year's Day. Yeah. Okay. And, um, okay, go on. I was going to say something that's not helpful. Go on. <laughs> oh, you keep. I was just going to say some people <laughs> say New Year's. Like, what are you doing on New Year's? And they mean oh, New that Year's means Eve. New Year's Eve. It's yeah. confusing because I was talking to my friend who's from Peru, and his birthday is on New Year's Day. But he was saying, "Yeah, we're going here for New Year's," and I thought he meant New Year's. Eve, it's but confusing, it but is. it is like most of the time when people are celebrating New Year's Eve, it does actually move into New Year's That's Day. That's so true. It is kind of both. Mm-hmm. Um, but so the so this is something that Molly McCord said in her last. Um, We're just like podcast. a Molly McCord promotion podcast. <laughs> well, I now. just listened to it yesterday. <laughs> I know, I know. So it's we in my head. <laughs> but <laughs> I loved how um, I never thought of this. How I mean, I've thought of how Capricorn is ruled by Saturn. Um, but I never thought about how the sun is in Capricorn at the end and the beginning of the year. Yeah. And Saturn is limitations, it's beginnings and endings, mm. which is, you know, like Saturday is the end of the week and it's ruled by Saturn. And so I love thinking of that, like that energy of completion, which is also Capricorn, like our energy of wanting to um to let go of things that don't serve us and to step into more power and to actually create things in the physical world. It's just, I'm really feeling the celebration of Capricorn right now. Mm, yeah. But the my idea for practical magic this week, what I'm going to do on New Year's, my friend Weston, if he's listening, shout out to Weston. <laughs> Hi, Weston. He, ga- <laughs> he gave me um, some New Year's blessing salt oh. to f- throw out your front door on New Year's <laughs> to bless your new year and also to clear out, you know, any oh. barriers to blessings. And it seems like, I don't know what's in it, but I feel like it's some um calendula leaves which is like a golden uh-huh. it's marigolds and it's oh, calendula okay. leaves. and then well there's two different kinds of marigolds and calendula oh, okay. is like the european one it has a kind of a more sunshiny positive energy where the other one the tigetis marigold is more um sort of like about the other world and oh, okay. connecting with the dead and stuff. So this one seems like it's calendula and maybe some uh, pink salt. And it also said to throw coins out too, which I think you should definitely be careful if you're throwing coins out your <laughs> front door. But Why are you I doing want that? <laughs> to, um, well, okay, so New Year's is a door. It's a doorway. It's a portal. Uh-huh. So the And the front door of our house is really powerful, a powerful spot. It symbolizes in feng shui, it's where all the blessings and abundance come into your life. Mm. It's where the universal life force energy becomes imprinted with your personal energy inside your home. But why so, are you throwing coins out the door? Maybe you should stand outside your door and throw them in. That does sound like a good idea. Maybe I'll throw <laughs> the salt out and then I'll throw some coins in. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just make sure I'm not going to hit Solo or Ted when I 
throw them in. <laughs> but um, but so I'm I think I'm gonna do a whole front door thing. So oh, I'm that's gonna, fun. which I like to do periodically because it's super powerful. So yeah. sweep my doorstep, sweep the inside of my door, and then wash the front door. So I'll uh, put some warm water and some maybe spearmint or sage oil, okay. um, in maybe a little vinegar in a bucket of warm water, and then wash the. F- inside of the front door and then the outside of the front door and then throw some just a little bit of salt out and um just because I don't know I don't want to hurt the plants even though there's really no living plants right now (laughs) and then there will be later so and then throw um I like the idea of throwing some coins yeah just throw that abundance inside your house yeah clear (laughs) out with the salt yeah bring it in yeah. So if you want to do this, you could get some Himalayan pink salt or even just sea salt and put some calendula leaves and, um, you know, yeah, do the thing. Throw that shit out. Throw that salt <laughs> out the door. I'm swearing a lot on this podcast, too. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, I loved that. And now should we do our we do our housekeeping? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so you can find us on magicmondaypodcast.com. You can ask us a question on there or in our Facebook group, Magic Monday Podcast Listeners. There's also just a regular page on Facebook, Magic Monday Pod. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> is that? Oh, and Instagram, Magic Monday Podcast. You can find me at highestlighthealing.com. You can sign up for my newsletter, um, book a sesh, whatevs. And also, I'm on Instagram, highestlighthealing. And that's where I do more like spiritual, like coaching type stuff where I talk a little bit about what I'm dealing with what people are going through and like inspirational stuff i really recommend natasha's newsletter you guys if you haven't signed up for it yet it's just her voice just the way you talk it's like so funny and so honest and so comforting it's perfect i appreciate that true story so you can find me on Instagram at Tess4444, on Twitter at Tess Whitehurst, on Facebook at Tess Whitehurst, author, YouTube, Tess Whitehurst, and my website is TessWhitehurst.com. And if you got her book, Unicorn Magic, why not review it? Yeah. Oh, and we should, yeah, that'd be really great. It's really helpful for authors when you um, review their stuff. Um, and it's a gift for us when you rate and review us on apple podcasts we really appreciate that so much it helps people find us and rate us and um, it helps move our rating up so other people can find us yeah thank you guys so much for everyone who has reviewed us and if you do write a review thank you thank you so much all right, so now we're going to pull a card. I got a new deck for Christmas Ooh, or Hanukkah. We celebrate both, kind of. We light candles. I'm Jewish, but I wasn't <laughs> raised with religion. Anyway, it's called Sacred Rebels. Do you Ooh. know about this one? Um, that sounds so cool. Who, who it's wrote Alana it? Fairchild who did oh, my yeah. roommate deck. You know her? Yeah, That's yeah she has a lot of decks, and I have oh. met her before. You have? Yeah, at a um, New Age trade show one time. She seemed really great. I didn't get to hang out with her for any length of time, but I really liked her. I really love how she writes in here. And where are you reading from? I'm just pulling one of these self-care cards from um, This is a Goddess Provisions deck actually created by Goddess Provisions. Um, Okay. So do you want to get? Oh, oh I, I can go. Um, okay. I got come to life, come to life, which is Ooh. interesting because I haven't read it yet, obviously, but I feel like it's what I was talking about, like bring yourself to life in terms of what do you want? What do you want to do? You know, investigating, bringing mm. those inner desires to life. Okay, this is kind of long, so I will be, I'm going to have to... Uh, edit some of it but you are the most sacred of all sacred artworks you are bringing yourself to life now and this is how it must be of course something being essential doesn't mean it will always be easy I just have one more thing I have to say about this I posted on Instagram about being creative and how important it is if to do it for no other reason and then the next session I have was literally about that and that's what this is about 
liked it. Oh, so yeah. Well, I felt like that was what the Night of Wands was about, too, was oh, creative yeah. projects, which we didn't talk about in the check-in, but I did feel that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, you must support yourself and have courage during this process. Your monkey mind is not to run the show. It might have a lot to say, and at times it seems very convincing, but it is not the one in charge. Your mind can inspire you with ideas. However, it is the real you that speaks through your rebellious sacred heart and is living your life, not the monkey mind. The mind is not much more than a swirling cacophony of habitual reactions. Um, I'll read one more thing. Coming to life means feeling. It might bring joy, but it could equally bring sadness, rage, or fear. It could bring all these things and more. Feelings will come and go quite swiftly when allowed to flow. You might need to paint, write, enact rituals, sing, or dance your feelings to help the energy flow. Don't hold back. Create the space for you for yourself to do it. In this process, you are uncovering the artistry of the universal creator. Um, and then the last thing says, the message of this oracle is be alive. Don't imagine you can go back to sleep. You're too awake for that now. Yeah. Um, you need a deeper connection to your own instincts, body, feeling, and intuition so that you can embrace, so that you can receive this new calling. You can trust in it to embrace it and it will embrace you. Yeah. <laughs> I, love I love it. it. And it really is exactly <laughs> what I was saying. In the energy report, like write yeah. that out, let it out. Let's see, explore it. It's like took that to the next level. Take that what you discover and create and use it. Be you. And it, and I'm really yeah. feeling like stepping into all this new, like you have all of this greater perspective, more opportunity, more possibility. Like it's really all there right now for us in this yes, portal. Yes, yes. Take yeah. it. I can't wait. I'm so excited. <laughs> so <laughs> so I got connect with the earth. And it's look at this picture. Oh. It's this woman standing on the earth with all these beautiful little crystals mm -hmm. around her. And she's just kind of breathing with her feet on the – actually, maybe she's standing on a tree that has fallen and she has trees around her. And um, That's so, what you were saying too. Connect with the earth. The earth to energy. Ground. Like yeah, it's all and here. To, to, all of those planets and then like really connecting your personal energy with the energy grid of the earth remembering that that when mm. you draw upon the earth and then when you also like commune with the earth energy by like if you're wanting to manifest something or step into something feel a certain way to send that intention into the grid of the earth beneath your feet um, and then also all these like we're talking about all these new energies coming in to our lives and all this possibility and stepping into more power and joy expansion that by grounding that can really help that whole process to anchor oh it in. Oh my gosh, yes. I, yes. I was, boy, it's all so connected. I you really, can feel I, it, right? I feel like we're feeling this when we're yes. <laughs> talking about it. And I literally just said that to someone in my last session about that's how you got to grow. Actually, the last two sessions were about that grounding in the earth so that you yeah. can bring it into fruition. You have to ground in order for it to come into fruition, yeah. to ground it in your body. It can't just live in your mental state in that headspace. If it wants yeah, to come and to, out. Yeah, and let that be fun too because it is, I mean, Capricorn season is, there's yeah. a seriousness to it and that's good because that means like we want to, manifest but if we also remember to have fun with the whole process and to have fun being in the physical world um let there be a lightness and notice yeah. your breath and let your body relax and that can all be a part of the grounding process as well yeah. and working with crystals too is also really grounding yeah love crystals all right well thank you everybody thank you so much happy new year yeah, happy new year see you next God knew I shouldn't be with Rick Springfield. <laughs> <laughs>